Otherwise, we just hear the yappa. We're on. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> okay, welcome to welcome to HealthierLife.tv with myself, Warren Connolly, and the esteemed gentleman on that side. Yeah. I, I never get it right. I never get it right. I never get it right. <laughs> Paul Bercy. Yeah. Paul Bercy. So, anyway... Um, Welcome, yeah, welcome to Healthy Life TV. And um, I'm sitting here in, in my place here with the door open. It was freezing. I had to have a, a hoodie on. So, uh, why it was getting cold. Yeah, so now I'm back in a t shirt, as you can see, and uh, shut the door. So, anyway, so welcome to the people on Facebook Live. Welcome to YouTube and welcome to our podcast people as well. So, um, Yes, uh, today's headline is. I have to. I have to read it because I never remember these. What is the What is the science of sleep? Now we have done. Sleep. We have done sleep before, but um, we. You know, as I say, I, I find it a fascinating subject. So I don't know about you, Warren. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I do. Um, <laughs> for the sake of For the sake of the viewers, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so sleep accounts for uh, about a quarter to a third of our life, our human lifespan. So, yes, it is definitely an important subject. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you sleep? Okay, we're going to come to that. Um, just very quickly before I hand it over to Warren. Um, in the 1950s, most people believed sleep was a passive activity, would you believe? And during which the body and the brain were dormant. That's what they believed. But it turns out that sleep is much more than that. Now, the brain is very active, engaged in many different activities, which obviously we'll go into and whatever. And it's necessary for good health and life. So very, very important. Science is always ongoing, like everything else, you know, like nutrition. Yeah. It's always ongoing on how it affects mental health and physical health, which we know it does. Um and the last thing before I hand it over to Warren is all sleep is not the same. It's not equal. It's all different parts of sleep. So, Warren, what's your opening uh, thoughts? Um, I don't have opening thought per se relating to the subject of sleep or the science of sleep. However, I think as we become older and older, and as we move from our 40s into our 50s and to your age uh, or, uh, <laughs> and beyond, uh, it, it, is, it is so important just to understand the basics of sleep and why sleep is so important. Yeah, as you said, in the 50s, people used to think that um, yeah, sleep was just a – it was just a um, – what was the word you used? I can't think of it now. See, I need more sleep as well myself. But you, yeah, you, you said it was just like a stationary thing. It was a dormant activity. You know, our body would just yeah. rest and that was it. And and much like that, people used to think that, you know, um, we didn't need that much sleep. People didn't, people thought that sleep wasn't that important either. You know, it was just something that you know, lazy people did. And then you, you have these comments like, yeah, you, know, you, you get to sleep when, when you're dead kind of thing. And you know, it's, this is how people used to think about sleep. But Again, thankfully, due to science, you know, we now understand a lot deeper and a lot more about what sleep is and what it really means to our longevity. 
our sanity and um, our overall overall well-being. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I now appreciate the term 40 winks. <laughs> yeah, literally, right? And it was always it was always older people that said it. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, yeah, that's it. That that yeah, as I say, that's um the way I'm thinking now. Do you remember do you remember when people said sleeping is for wimps? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're wrong. One hundred wrong. So uh I, I I'm you know, there's something I was I was doing some research and that as I do with most of the many of the things and so do you. And somebody was saying that um yeah, some not not that long ago, and even now, I think it's still it's still quite prevalent. Is that you know there was this bravado with people, especially men, men that could would claim that ah, I only need four or five hours sleep a day. Yeah, it was like it was like a badge of honor that you only needed four to five hours of sleep a day until you didn't. <laughs> until you yeah, I mean, I used to I used to be like that. Okay. Up, to, up to a point, not not ridiculously so, but I remember sort of finishing work at um, how many hours did we do? Twenty two hours one day, mm-hmm. in, in a police investigation, and um, and then we, we I went home, um, and uh, went to bed, and, and I was back very very quickly, actually very refreshed. It's quite surprising. You can but you can do that, but you can only do it once. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't. You know, yeah. You can yeah. you can cheat a little bit and get away with a little bit, you know, but you can't do it day after day. That that's the, I mean that's that's the big key. I d- I did a study for myself um, when I was living in Dubai. I was I did a study and I, I basically it didn't it start out that way, but it ended up ended up that way just for my my own, my own benefit and to see how my body responded to lack of sleep over a period of time and it was a long period of time as well so i was only getting like maximum six hours six six and a half hours sleep a night mm. man it had to have a negative impact on me both mentally psychologically emotionally physically it had a huge impact on on my on me and my health to the point where you know there was i was on the brink of adrenal fatigue as a result of it you know and there's many people out there that experience this day in and day out but then yes. you know, and and they get frustrated. They get anxious. They get, you know, they 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 have panic attacks. They just they rustle around in bed, back and forth, tossing and turning, tossing and turning, tossing and turning, without doing anything about it. And then they feel tired. They feel groggy, and they kind of become used to that. You know, it's like living with pain. You know, you you be, mm. you become accustomed to living with pain. Yeah, and this can happen for a period of time, and it's fine. To, to a point, but then eventually what will happen is is that the, the system will literally start to shut down because you're not allowing, you know, when you're getting, you're not getting enough quality sleep. And even if it's eight hours sleep, and I've, I've discovered this for myself recently. Uh, uh, I'm one of those people that I love sleep. You know, I can easily sleep eight hours, no issues. And I, I recently discovered that, yeah, I thought I'm getting seven, eight hours sleep a night good but i couldn't figure out why i was feeling groggy during the day i just wasn't feeling clear you know in my mind a lot you know that, that clarity of, of having had full recovery and i'll explain to you what that means uh what a full recovery means but i thought i was okay it's just that something was wrong you know what i mean something else was happening 
until I discovered the power of a certain nutritional supplement that I now use every day. And when I started to use that and I was getting proper sleep, like yeah. proper sleep, quality. Then I, quality sleep, then I really, I, I, wow, okay, now I see where I was going wrong in the past. And it's not necessarily that I was doing wrong. Maybe that's a wrong choice of words. But, you know, I have sleep apnea. And, you know, many people have sleep apnea. Many men in particular have sleep apnea where, you know, your airwave is blocked because yeah. your, your throat collapses or your, your, your um, epiglottis collapses and it, and, it, and it wriggles in your throat when you're breathing and your nasal passages close up. So these, these things kind of cause sleep apnea where we end up snoring a lot and we're tossing a turn because we're not, we stop breathing for, for one reason or the other. Um, and this is something that, that I have issues with. And I've asked, I've asked my wife, I've asked Andrea to monitor my sleep now that I'm on this nutrition, on these supplements, to monitor my sleep because I'm feeling so much better when I wake up in the morning. You know, I really do feel much better. So I don't know if I'm still struggling with sleep apnea or not. I don't know. I really don't know. But, yeah, it's a bit of a diversion, diversion there, but nevertheless. Yeah, but it's all important. It's all about sleep. And I can just I can imagine, imagine – I can imagine a female asking me to monitor her sleep. I mean, you've got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Andrea used yeah. to get woken up by my snoring. You understand? So she yeah. would get woken up by me not not, not sleeping properly. Um, so I'm just curious to know. Maybe I should record myself. But I just want to just add something here quickly. For those folks that have stayed with us thus far um, and anybody else that jumps on from here and in onwards, Stay to the end of this podcast, please, because I'm going to give you some really important tips and tools that you can take away with you today and help you to have a better night's sleep tonight. Okay? Absolutely. So what is the science of sleep? Now, what happens in your throughout the, your time of sleep? I think that's important. Um, what happens to your brain? Mm -hmm. What happens to it? So your, your brain will go through certain cycles of, of sleep patterns. So you have brain waves. We all have brain waves. We're functioning on brain waves all the time, whether that's beta in the awoken state, whether that's alpha when you are in that state. If you close your eyes while you're awake, give it enough time, especially if you roll your eyes back, you go into an alpha state. So it's a different frequency. But we are living on a day-to-day -day basis in beta. And very often again, scientists thought that that's how we stay awake is in beta stage, but it's not necessarily the case. We can also be conscious and awake in an alpha state. And once you drop down to alpha, then you go down into sleep cycles with your, your non-REM or your REM stages. Your REM stage is your rapid eye movement where you are having your dream state. And that's when you're in theta. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but ironic, uh, sorry, in, um, no, you go down to theta, and then you basically, in REM, you're in beta, beta state again. So you're basically in an awake state, but you're sleeping. Historically speaking, what happens, what, what used to happen was, um, if you look back from the time, two millions of years ago when we were evolving, you know, the nighttime was a very dangerous time around the planet. And at, at night, especially... Um, when we were in a new place or we were sleeping in a cave with a tribe, with our tribe, with our clan, it wasn't very secure. You know, half our brain would stay awake 
And this is something else that I, I, I recently learned is that you know, if you're moving from place to place, let's say you're, you're, you're moving on business, you're staying in different hotels on a regular basis, your brain will naturally, half the brain will go to sleep, the other half of the brain will stay awake as a, as a, as a form of protection, of alertness, awareness. So you may be sleeping, but at the slightest noise, you are awake, you're stirred, and you can't, you, know, you want to go, what's there? Because it's, it's the way of your, it's one of the ways that your brain protects, protects you. So it just shows how much activity is going on in your brain when you're actually sleeping. So not only is the brain active when we're in the beta, beta or alpha state, but it's very much active when we're in theta and delta, okay? So it's, you know, it's basically even in beta again, you're, Rapid eye movement stage, that's when your brain is processing, you're dreaming things, and your, your brain is processing the information which has been put into, you've uh, been blasted at you throughout the day. And this is what's happening. These are the cycles. You have the circadian cycles where you, you go through dips and troughs and peaks. So this is, this is what's happening when you're sleeping with your brain. Yeah. For in some cases, not happening. <laughs> yeah so um the rem or the rapid eye movement sleep uh and there's non non rem as well is that is that correct yes that's a, that, that's a, that's when you actually go through like it's um bear with me a second here i just want to make sure i get the right term um it's just sleep spindles all right, so that's okay. when you're non REM stage. So that's you get two stages of non REM, and this is basically when so instead of your brain re regenerating and recovering where you're having your dreams, your body is doing that now. So you're in theta, okay, and in non REM, you're in theta stage, theta state. So it's a different frequency again, it's it's slowed down a lot more, and then this is where you do non REM. So you go from stage one into stage two, which is your sleep spindles. And then after stage, after that, you go to stage three, which is also non-REM, and that's delta, okay? And then you go back into beta when you're in awake state, but you're actually sleeping, and that's in your REM stage. So very often, if people um, drink a lot, for example, they drink every day, they often don't experience REM mm. because the alcohol prevents that from happening, okay? So people feel, they feel knackered the next day. They may have got seven, eight hours sleep, but their body hasn't been able to expel enough of the toxins from the alcohol in the system, the kidneys and the liver, the liver and that. So only maybe that happens six hours into your sleep. And then for two hours, maybe you're getting like so much <laughs> rapid eye movement going on that you have these lucid dreams where you, you start to uh, like really weird dreams. So that's your brain cramming everything into one space, if you will, you know. So you're kind of like building up all that energy and all that potential, and then you're only getting two hours of that REM. Because we need we need more, we need cycles of that. It can't just happen once a night. It needs to happen in no, cycles. You have, you have about four or five cycles a night, generally. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, look, the, fir the first bit of it is uh, is – <laughs> it's, it's between being awake and falling asleep so it's um that's the first part the second part is light sleep mm -hmm. so i'm just trying to put it in sort of different terms and, um, that's when your heart rate and your breathing regulates and your body temperature drops 
right? So there's different things happen to you as you're going along. And then the third and fourth stages are deep sleep. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously you keep doing that throughout the night. You keep changing. You and um, REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement, uh, was previously believed to be the most important sleep phase for learning and memory. But since, obviously, as scientists find out more, they now suggest that non-REM sleep is more important for these tasks and more restful and where you restore everything. So, uh, so again, you know, I'm sure some of these things will change again. You know, <laughs> maybe a little bit, but that, that's how it should be. As we find out more, we, we need to know, you know, what um, what sleep does to us, you know. And just 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 don't just don't block yourself off from the possibility of understanding more. You know, don't think because you you think yeah. you know something now about it that you that you disclose anything else that comes thereafter. You know, this happens very often, right? You understand? It's like it's like yeah. that night that nightcap. I mean, who doesn't have who cannot remember a grandparent that was you know advocating nightcaps for a good night's sleep, having it's a nightcap, another, you know? yeah, another scotching. But now you try to tell somebody that is accustomed to doing that 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 doesn't help them. No, they're not going to listen to you. You're right. Yeah, it's not going. They're not going to listen to you. Um, so it's it's like it's like the egg story. You know, the egg white and the egg yolk. For so long, people thought that the egg yolk was the evil, but it's not really. It's not actually. No, it's, it's, right. it's Yeah. Right. But very very often when I speak to people, they just they because they've been told for so long. That it's it's not the right, it's not a good fat, it's not healthy for you. They just struggle to believe it. Trust me, you need fat. Well, you need good fats and bad yeah, fats, fat. but you need yeah, yeah, but you need more good fats than bad fats. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So uh, a lot more. So going going back to sleep, as you cycle into REM sleep, that's when you say that's when the eyes move rapidly. Is that right? You, you know, yeah. behind your closed eyelids. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And um, so. The, Yes. Have you ever seen have you ever seen somebody's fl- eyes fluttering before yeah. like that? Yeah. 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 Just before I wake them up. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've actually gone through front doors with sledgehammers, you know, as the police and that. And they're still gonna sleep. <laughs> oh, you couldn't sleep through the noise we made, but um, <laughs> we made it. So uh, they're, they're probably so stoned that it wouldn't have made a difference. You could have dropped a bomb next to them, they would have slept. Yeah. So that is why the police normally go in about four or five in the morning. Oh, okay. If you get if you if you're um, doing a fast entry, all right, but because, because people, are, people are just disorientated; they just don't know where they are. Completely. Know? Yeah. Completely. And and this is something that I wanted to also touch on as well. Now I'm sure you're going to bring it up at some point, but you've just mentioned it now. So I want to, if I if I may, I want to just add about naps. Okay. And disorienta- disorientation. Yeah. So unless unless you want to leave that till later, because something something I I, I think is important to touch on here, folks. For for the, for those of you that are watching this now or watch the recording, Paul and I we don't we don't prescript. We know what we're going to talk about. You know, and I, I'm bringing this up because two two friends and colleagues of ours were doing a training for us last night, and they said the same thing. Um, and I, it just struck me like I thought, you know, when Paul and I first started this podcast, we never we never discussed whether we were going to talk about what we we're going to talk about or whether we we're going to just have a, a title, a subject, and then just pitch up. Mm-hmm. And we ended up just doing that. We had a title, a subject to talk about, and we just pitched up. 
and it organically moved in the space in the way that where Paul will typically ask me the, the questions and then I will give the best answers that I can based on my experience and my knowledge and, and background. So it's just, yeah, it, so when you touched on, on grogginess, it sprung yeah. to my mind that you know, uh, when we are napping at any time, any stage, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting that there's one person in particular that's watching this now, um, and him and I have had this conversation recently about napping and the importance of napping. And I tell this to my clients as well. You know, don't don't think it's a bad thing to nap during the day. If you if you've got the twenty minutes or thirty minutes to have a nap, do it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you you mentioned forty winks earlier on. Yeah, forty winks is often too too long, but not not excuse not not entirely. Oh no, um, there is just set time for forty winks, is there? <laughs> I just thought it was a snooze. A snooze. Yeah, well, it's a 40 minute snooze, right? And a cat nap is like 10, 20 minutes because that's how long I love it. depends how long your winks are. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> when, when, you, when you sleep for like 10 to 20 minutes, you're actually, it's a, it's a very beneficial for you to be able to wake up being alert. Yeah. You know, so, you know, companies like Google and that, they, they do this, they have sleep pods. Where you can go to sleep for like 10 minutes, close your eyes for 10 minutes or so, and you wake up alert. You you're only it's only beneficial for you for maybe two to three hours if you've lacking sleep from the night before. So, in other words, if you struggle to sleep during an insomniac or whatever the case may be, that 10 to 20 minute cat nap that you have will be beneficial for you for two to three hours. If you sleep for like 40 minutes to an hour, that's going to be more beneficial. Can be beneficial for you for a longer period of time, more sustained period of time. But you wake up feeling groggier. Yeah, uh, forty minutes is the the borderline, I reckon, because this yeah. is when your you body can't, you, can't any, you can't go any more than that. Definitely. If you do, you're gonna you're gonna wake up feeling, and then it's, you, all you're gonna want to do is lay on the couch the whole day. You sleep again. Yeah, which is so bad. Yeah, and, and, um, and this is a, and this is another thing that I want to add to is. I want when you have a nap or a cat nap or a, a 40 winks, if you can do it on the couch. Why? Because again, it goes back to that, that part that when I mentioned about when you're sleeping in a new place, a new location, half your brain is awake, half your brain is asleep. Right? When you sleep on the couch, it's not it's more of an alien location than in your bed. Mm. Okay. And your body, your your body and that just collapses much faster so your body and your brain will just go to sleep so much quicker than if you're on the couch where you know you, you're doing that 20 minutes so you're allowing the brain to process and to rest a little bit before the body goes into that deep slumber all right and i just i me personally and I, I i've got my clients to experiment the same way and i think for the most part it's the same if i do it on the couch or even on the floor have a quick cat nap for 10 20 minutes on the floor on the couch. I do feel better when I wake up than if I did it on the bed. When I do it on the bed, I just want to just go back to sleep again, even after 20 minutes. Yeah, so because it's just too comfortable, right? Yeah, yeah. You say about naps. You know, well, I mentioned the other day about about kids. You know, when we we were at primary school, um, I think they call it preschool now. But the um, we have a have a drink of milk, and then they just say, "Right, you all got to have a little sleep now," and 
and everyone was asleep. <laughs> Every, all the kids went asleep. You know, I remember that. You know, and uh, so it, it's obviously good for you. <laughs> That's all it is, yeah. Yeah, because everyone was all, all the kids were asleep. Not because I saw it, but because I got told by the teachers. Oh, all so you went the you went the one that was awake trying to keep everyone. Oh possibly. no, 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 definitely not. I was the first one asleep and the last one to wake up. I think. So. <laughs> but, um, but bear in mind these deeper states of sleep that you have, like stages three and four, um, and you have four or five of them during the night. Each time it gets the deep sleep gets shorter. Okay. So no idea what that is, <laughs> but they do. They get shorter. So um, yeah. So. Um, I, I, well, I, I believe that's something, that's something to do with the fact that you should be sleeping seven to eight hours. We are, you know, we, we should, we, this is our makeup, you know, we are designed, we've evolved to the point where our bodies need to sleep seven to eight as adults. Yeah. Um, adolescence, 10 hours. Okay. So I think what you're, what you're talking about, what that means is, is as the cycles get shorter, it's because the body is understanding, the brain is starting to comprehend it because yeah. it's all working at the same time that your sleep, your sleep is coming to an end soon. Yeah. So those cycles you don't need, you don't need as much deep sleep. Yes, yes, yes. No. But um, there are two main processes that regulate sleep. Okay, we've already mentioned one, or you did, which was the circadian rhythms. Mm -hmm. The other one is called sleep drive. Sleep drive. Sleep drive, yeah. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. So the, the yeah. circadian rhythms are controlled by the biological clock, mm -hmm. which are located in the brain. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the sleep drive is, is something completely different. Um, one of the key functions is, is the clock responding to light cues. Okay. That's something more modern. The fact that, you, you know, you're... In theory, you're supposed to have uh, blackout curtains, mm -hmm. no light whatsoever, because mm -hmm. um, it helps. No blue light from televisions mm -hmm. or mobile phones or computers, right? So it all has to go off. Mm -hmm. And then, because what happens is that um, if there's any light there, you know, things start kicking into place and ramping up the production of, of the hormone melatonin, okay? And, but the problem is, if you've got blue light in the background, that function switches off, mm -hmm. which is not not necessarily good for you. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why not to have light. Apart from the fact that it will wake, it could wake you up. And, and I think there's another there's another um, hormone that's released. I think it's adenosin or adenosin or something like that. It's similar to melatonin, so it works hand in hand with melatonin. So it's not just one; you're actually impacting two. Hormonal, hormonal functions in your system yeah. by having those blue lights, light shining through. I've got to, I've got to figure out a way for our dog. <laughs> <laughs> now that it's getting light earlier, she wakes up. Now she's, she sleeps. She sleeps. <laughs> we have her sleeping in the kitchen because we we live in an apartment. So we don't have a garden, but we have her sleeping in the kitchen so that if she wakes up, she can't walk around the entire apartment and wake it wake. Wake everyone up, all right. <laughs> so we have her sleep in the kitchen, and I close off the kitchen, but and I keep the blinds closed in the kitchen. However, somehow she just knows now. I think a little bit of light comes in, and she's awake by five thirty, and she's now she's walking around the kitchen. I and I can hear her. 
You can hear the padding, the pads. The... Well, her, her nails, her claws on the, oh, on right. the tile, on the tiles in the kitchen. <laughs> you, because the rest of the apartment is like that, um, that faux pas wood the, you know, type of stuff. So when she walks on it, you can hear her. Yeah. yeah, and so we keep in the kitchen so she's not coming around everywhere. But now I've got to figure out a way. Okay, how do I block out that light so she doesn't wake up at five thirty in the morning? Yes, yeah, I don't mind. But right now, you know, with no school, it, it's it's a pleasure being able to wake up maybe a little bit half about half an hour later. You know, now the fact that there's no schooling, um, mm. so but otherwise normally I'm awake in any case. <laughs> okay, so Fine. so Jay. So we've got a comment. We've got a comment here quickly before we move on. Oh, right, go on. Yeah, Jason said, um, "Have to say, removing use of media devices at least two hours before sleep has made a huge difference to my sleep quality." Guys, thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Good Thanks good. for that feedback. Thanks. Good yeah, we'll be definitely stopping that swiping. <laughs> so here's a, here's a fact for you: people with total blindness often have trouble sleeping. Because they're unable to detect and respond to the, the light cues. Okay. Never knew that until I started well, researching. Yeah. So it's um, you know, it's it's one thing. I mean, it's devastating to not be able to see. Uh -huh. But then they get this, they get the second whammy of, of not being able to sleep properly because. There's light, you know, they've got no light cues. There's no light cue, yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, unbelievable, really. So, I mean, they, if you think about that, they, they probably have to have, like, um, I mean, not adrenal. I mean, you don't have adrenal supplement or <laughs> something like that, but they, they need to, it would be beneficial for them to do something to suppress the melatonin production on their bodies because if they all they're seeing is black all the time, yeah. you know, then the melatonin surely would be producing more um in the body so that that i'm sure would affect i've never thought of it before but that's a nice point to bring up Paul. yeah so sleep drive now this sleep drive also plays a key role your body craves sleep much like it hungers for food okay mm -hmm. and throughout the day your desire for sleep builds and when it reaches a certain point what happens is you need to sleep now um my ex-girlfriend rosie she um, <laughs> she just comes up in the middle of the day and she'll say, I need to go to sleep now. Yeah. Literally, she'll just go straight to sleep. I do the same thing. So yeah, I'll do the same thing if I, when I'm at home. If I just sometimes, because this is the other thing which I've noticed since I've been, since I've been using these particular supplements, nutritional supplements, is that before I would get, because one of the things that happens when you don't get enough sleep, enough quality sleep, and you're not having enough REM cycles. When you wake up, so you know one of the one of the things that will happen is that you'll have this compacted version of of dream states. Okay, which is why you have people sometimes experience lucid and weird dreams. Okay, yeah. so it's kind of like compressing three movies into one. Um, what, one of the other one of the other knock-on effects of not getting that enough is that when you are awake, you almost you go into a state of delirium. You with me? Mm -hmm. So you can be in a wake, you can be fully conscious in a in a beta state, but you are becoming delirious in your comprehension because your body is trying to now force the dream state to happen if this goes on for a longer period of time. Are you with me still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the body will, the brain, because this is how important it is to the brain that we get to sleep and have dreams. Like, all right. And I ask my clients often, like, and I ask Laura too, our daughter, like, what did you dream last night? Because it's important that we do dream and we don't always remember our dreams. However, if you're not able to dream, the brain will force it to happen at one point eventually. It'll just say enough now. And you start to, I used to, I used to remember sitting sometimes and I, I used to feel like I was tripping, like I was going to, like walking and tripping. Mm-hmm. You know, my whole body would go like this because it was like, you know, I was about to pass out and my, my thinking was not clear. And then I, so now, and I just, and I would just say, I've got to sleep. And I would just go put my head down on the pillow and I'd sleep for 20 minutes or something like that. The same like Rosie. I, I get to a point sometimes where I've just got to sleep. And there's no two ways about it. When I when we were in the military, when I went to the military, the first they so they, they they drive us to the base. The base, the drive to the base was like 15 hours long. Okay, on bus, by bus. You couldn't sleep, you weren't allowed to sleep on the bus. Then we get to the base. And they kept us awake throughout the morning. We got there three o'clock in the morning. They kept us awake the whole morning. They just we just sat for about I don't know how many hours, and then they, they kept, then they kept us awake the whole day. So we go to our bases. We get our beds. We go get our uniforms. We get this. We go get that. We go get all our stuff. Then we go eat, and then they kept us awake the whole night. So basically, they kept us awake for approximately twenty-three hours nonstop. No, it was more than that. It was longer than that because the bus drive was 15 hours. So it was like, it was more than two days. We, we were not allowed to sleep in our first experience in the military. By the time we got to sleep, you know, it was like we were so, what's the word that I'm looking, you know, when you get a child that's petulant or yeah, you yeah. get, you know, you, we, we, we were just, all of us were like, like little brats because we, we couldn't function, we couldn't think clearly, we couldn't behave properly, we couldn't, our motor neuron functions were just shot through the roof. There's none of us were used to that, yeah? We all came out of high school and you go to the military and now all of a sudden you can't sleep for two days. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a it, the brain, the brain is an amazing thing. You just gotta look after it, you gotta treat it right. And you know, um, something that, that Jason commented on is, is the electronic devices. So yeah, it's so important that we prepare our bodies, we prepare our brain before we go to sleep. We allow our system to shut down. And you touched on the dark, the, you know, the dark stimuli, the stimulus of darkness. You know, the body will naturally start to slow down. And if you if you constantly have if you have lights shining everywhere, and you've got TV screen or your computer screen or your laptops, you know, your your tablet or your phone, you've got all this blue light, all this stimuli going on around you your body's not able to prepare you for sleep. And then you go to sleep and you wonder why you can't sleep, you know, or you wonder why your sleep is restless, why it takes you two hours to fall asleep. Um, and this is one of the, this is one of the primary reasons why we don't sleep properly is because of electronic devices and the fact that we're not allowing our bodies enough time to settle into sleep before we, we go hit the sack. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, I mean, it's, it's a fascinating subject. I mean, I mean, look, there's a major difference between sleeping and hunger, you know, because your body can't body can't force you to eat, but uh, because you're hungry, but it will 
force you when you get tired it will force you to, can force you to sleep yep. uh, even i mean this is a classic for me when i'm in a meeting and the heating's not right and oh yeah. and maybe they don't have any breaks and uh, mm. i just go to sleep <laughs> i just can't help it you know I go sleep i go to sleep in the cinema as well Something. Okay, just to get away from it all because yeah. then it's dark. Although yeah, you got a big flashy screen in front of you. So if you don't, Again, yeah. So if you, I, if, you don't, if you don't take care of things, you don't take care of yourself. Um, I, and I did. I've had a few times where you fall asleep behind the wheel of a car. Oh yes. I mean, the ones I'm talking about just momentarily, like that. You know, but but it shows you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. It's an indication. It's a warning. So if you ever have it happens to you, do something about it. Yeah. Even if you're sitting at your desk and you feel that 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 motion, that 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 tripping sensation where you feel your head's just poof. Yeah. This is the same thing when you're driving it, you know. Um, then go sleep, man. Just close your eyes for yeah, 10 minutes. That's all work. you need to do. Yeah. I mean, you can do it if you're at work and there's a computer in front of you, just get up get, you can get up and walk around, go and get a breath of fresh air you know shut your eyes for a minute but what i would suggest is if you can shut your eyes for a minute tell someone you're shutting your eyes for a minute <laughs> yeah yeah like in the place you, where you've got a super if you're driving a car especially if you're driving a car and you've got passengers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you're in an office you know tell tell like we had sergeants and inspectors didn't see inspectors all but sergeants and i say look i've just got to shut my eyes for a few minutes no problem you know it wasn't a problem if i've been in the army it'd been a different problem altogether Oh, very different problem. We we used to oh, do that yeah. in lectures. We used to do that in lectures in the army. Yeah. So we would get we would be so exhausted, but we would be writing in lectures, and our heads would be down, and we'd just be moving our pen, but we like like this, mm -hmm. yeah. And we're just moving our hands, yeah. so they're, they're sleeping like this. And then afterwards, we'd go all and compare notes and see what we had written because we, no one understood what was <laughs> because we were all doing exactly the same thing. Uh, yeah. Now, did you, you obviously when you're in the, when you're in the armed forces, it's a little bit different to being in the police. I mean, it is a, a disciplined service, but they're much harder. You're, on, you know, when you're in the army. And um, have you have you ever had this when you're exhausted and your body's able to engage in micro sleep? Right? Okay. These are episodes of one or two seconds while your eyes are open. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I think, you know, yeah. you, that type of thing, when you're, you want to go to sleep, but you can't go to sleep, you know, yes. you're not allowed to or yeah. something like that. And, um, yeah. Also, we spoke about napping as well. And um, now it's very, very important, um, this sleep drive, you must have this sleep drive to be able to go to sleep, okay? Now, if you have more than 30 minutes or 40 minutes on a, a nap, then what happens is you're decreasing your body's sleep drive. That's another reason why you can't sleep at night. It okay. needs it needs a sleep drive, you know. Mm. So, uh, so if you if you're sleeping over thirty to forty minutes, you're decreasing that sleep drive. Yeah. yeah okay. You're taking away, it's, you're taking away something. Yeah, yeah. And the body doesn't like it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, true. I can imagine that. Well, it's just, I mean, if you sleep, as I said, if you're sleeping 10 to 20 minutes, you're making up two to three hours. So that's enough. Yeah. You don't need to make up more than that. Just make sure you get to sleep properly. A nap is just, just a, just a, you're just topping off your, 
you're, you're, um, you sleep really. That's all you're doing. You know, and it's fantastic if you do it right. So, um, all right, with that, I mean, we were going to talk about sleep a bit more sleep, but I think we've covered that that subject quite well. Is there anything else you can think of at all? No, I don't think there's anything that's really relevant to cover unless unless you have something in mind, a question in mind. Um, but I believe that it's yeah, we've covered what's important, and it's just now it's just takeaways. You know, yeah, just what what people can actually do to make sure that they get a better night's sleep tonight. Yeah, I mean, it, it, actually, there's probably probably six to eight things you can do, and I'm not oh, going to yeah. go through them now. But I'll leave you with this with these two. Right, and I spoke to you about this the other day. Is pick a time when you go to bed every night. So let's say it's nine, ten, eleven, whatever it is. Work out what time you want to get up in the morning. Make sure you have a sufficient sleep. Mm -hmm. Same time up. Sorry, same same time go to bed. Same time wake up every day. Now I know because I used to be a shift worker, so it's a bit different. But but generally speaking, if you can do that you'll have a much better night's sleep. Oh, yeah, because your body gets used to that rhythm, right? It gets yeah, used to right. that, that, that set cycle. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's the same like eating. You, know, you If you're used to eating at certain times, your body will tell you when it's getting hungry, right? Because it yeah, gets used really. to knowing yeah. that it's going to have food. It's like that, mm -hmm. it's the Pavlov thing. Um, so if you just train your body that way, then, yeah, of course, you're going to have a huge benefit for it. What is the other one? Oh, that's it. No, the time oh, going okay. one, time okay. getting up the other. So, ah, okay. the two. All right. Okay. So, okay. Very, very that was a bit of a cheat there. There's kind of like killing two birds with one stone there. What's that all Absolutely. about? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Time's precious. Right. Um, and time. So, yeah. And that's the reason so why you need I, to. I did, I did promise that I was going to leave some, some tools that people yes, can take over away. Yes, to you to finish up. All right. Now, it's been alluded to already. In that, if you can cut, a, if you can cut away all forms of electronic devices, you know, um, at least an hour before you go to sleep. If you struggle with sleep, you know, if you like me, and you don't struggle with sleep, then it's not necessarily an issue. Um, but if you do struggle with sleep and it is a challenge for you, then one one hour minimum before you go to sleep is take that out of the equation altogether. Replace it with something more more healthy or healthier which is you can do some stretching. You know, stretching is a great tool to do before you go to sleep, where you, even on your bed. So you can be sitting on your bed doing some very light stretches. Um, and if, if, if stretching appeals to you and you don't know what to do for stretching before you go to bed, then just shoot me a message, give us a message, and I'll be happy to share some insights on that for you as well. And this is something I do regularly. You know, if, I'm, if I'm doing something in bed before before going to sleep, maybe I'm watching something, you know, um, I'll stretch as well because I'm preparing my body for, for going to sleep, uh, even though I don't struggle to go to sleep. The other, another great tool is writing. Um, writing is if you write before you go to sleep or have a, a sleep journal, you know, if you struggle to go to sleep, if you're one of these people that wake up at three, four o'clock in the morning for no, no apparent reason, um, then write, okay? This is something I, I recommended to my friend, to, a friend of mine to do the other day is write. So write before you go to sleep. Just put down a pencil, pen, piece of paper, and don't think about what you're going to write. Just write. Let it come out. 
whatever's in you know for, because many people when they struggle to sleep they've got so much going on in their heads that they can't they can't sleep because they've got so much going on so just put it out into paper just whatever comes out of your head don't think just let it just trust and just write whatever comes to mind and just put it out on the paper because once you do that you're taking it from here and you're putting it onto paper and you're allowing that just to be released so it's no more no more energy sitting up here and then the last one is um <laughs> is meditation folks meditation if you can meditate before you go to bed you will be amazed if you just practice five minutes ten minutes and then slowly build it to maximum 20 minutes you don't need to go more than 20 minutes of meditating at a time if you build the habit of meditating before you go to bed at night and with that thinking positive thoughts as you go into a state of meditation all right so you're thinking about all the good things that have happened to you that day and what you want to see happen for you the next day as you go to sleep you're meditating on that and then you put your head down on the pillow oof you sleep like a baby at least a baby that doesn't wake up in the middle of the night yeah just one, tips for you. one one thing that it came out was just two words brain dump when you were talking about writing. Dump. oh yeah yeah writing yeah just yeah, brain yeah. Dump. just get it all out there, you know because people don't realize that that's energy, you know, and energy can condensed energy can become very stressful. You know, think about your your body's the same thing. If you don't stretch frequently enough, and you're exercising, or you're playing a sport, but you're not stretching, you get a lot of condensed energy in your system, and that condensed energy is stiffness, tightness, you know, um, compressions, these kind of things. So just Bear that in mind. Your brain, your brain functions on energy, and let let that energy out. Let that release that compression. Let release that pressure valve and brain dump. Yeah. Yeah. Don't exercise close to when you're going to bed. Yeah. No. Don't. Yeah, don't, don't do some <laughs> form of exercise. That's a, that's a classic one. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go to sleep. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, you know? like um, a like a like a rabbit dog. <laughs> because, yeah. Right. I think we, we're done here. So. Um, I'm going to say goodbye, and uh, yeah. Anything you want to say before we go, Warren? Yes, message me if you want some details on this, on some stretches that you can do. Just message us below on the on the post wherever you see this on YouTube, Facebook, um, and to remind you folks out there that Paul and I we work with people on helping helping to change people's lives. You know, not 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 in the not in the like woo woo or sense or the, or the loose sense of changing people's lives, but literally working on working with people, showing people, educating people, and allowing people. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate that. You said it was useful. Um, allowing people to, to um, own their own health. That's it. We allow people to own their own health and take control of their own health, and we show people how to do that. So you know, if that's something that has been on your mind or something that has been playing up in, in your life and you know you need to do something about it, then now's the time to take action. It's 2021, baby. Time to take action. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, that's us done. And I would like to wish you a good weekend. And uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you're allowed out. We're in lockdown in the UK still. We're coming out of it soon. But uh, soon we'll be able to go out on a Friday night again. 
So, yeah. <laughs> Until they lock you down again. Yeah. <laughs> when the summer when summer comes around, watch there'll be a new lockdown. <laughs> yeah, be another strain. Right. Like anyway, uh, <laughs> have anyway, a beautiful have weekend, folks. Weekend. See you soon. Say bye, bye for now.